thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not try to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. To the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. Welcome and thank you so much for joining us today for Jesus the Healer. Uh, we've been feeding and teaching along a particular line, a direction that we're going to continue today, and that is on uh, being skillful in the authority and the, the dominion that is ours in Christ. Amen. So we want you to follow along, get your Bible and get your notebook, and not only follow along, bring your faith. Release your faith because we have a studio audience here and we're all agreeing with you for answers for your life. And we're so thankful that the word is our answer book. Amen. So the more we know what our answer book says, the greater answers we'll walk in. Amen. We've been taking uh, Psalm chapter eight and verse four and looking at it. So if you would follow along with us in your Bible, Psalm chapter eight and verse four, it reads, what is man? that thou art mindful of him. Now notice this, we're in his mind. Yes. We're in the thoughts of God. We occupy his thought life. What is man that thou art mindful of him and the son of man, look at this, that thou visitest him. Because we're in his mind, he visits us. Yes. Amen. How does he visit us? Through his word, by speaking to us by his spirit. What about by putting a pastor in our lives? If we will follow his leading and attend and be part of a local church and sit under a pastor, we're receiving visits from God through the answers of the word that come through their mouth. Amen. Verse five says, for God has made man a little lower than the angels. And we've been looking at this because this word angels is not the right word in the Hebrew. The Hebrew actually says Elohim, which is the name for God. So it's basically says this, for God has made man a little lower than himself. Wow. <laughs> in God's class of being. Why? Because we're made in his image. And it goes on and it says, and God has crowned man with glory and honor. Thou madest him to have dominion over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things under his feet. All things, all things, all things that would oppose you, they're under your feet. All things that would try to steal from you, they're under your feet. Amen. Not all people are under our authority, but all circumstances that come into the realm of our life, yes. that they are to be ruled and reigned over with our authority and our dominion. Yes. Now, since God gave us the authority and dominion for our lives, he doesn't have the same authority and dominion. He already handed it to us. Yes. How is he going to exercise his dominion and authority in our lives? Through us. So people will say, why did God let this happen to me? Well, we have to go back and say, why did we not do something about this? God allows what we allow. 
God permits what we permit. So if we don't exercise our authority that he gave us, he's got no other help for us in the sense of he gave us all the dominion and authority and it works over all, over all the circumstances of life. Amen. Um, I so appreciate this to know this, that the name of Jesus is the master key that causes our dominion to work. Why? Because when we exercise our dominion, the power of his name, it empowers that it empowers us as we exercise our dominion. Amen. So the power is found in his name. Uh, know this because we were made for dominion. Dominion suits us. We were not made to be dominated. We were made to dominate. Amen. Now it calls for a daily consistent exercise of the use of our authority. That's when we're going to enjoy the highest flow of our authority is when every time something tries to get out of place, we say, no, you don't. We, we get our authority right on that situation. We start dealing with it. And you say, well, Pastor Nancy, how do I bring my authority, my dominion to a situation? Through the words you speak. Yes. Through the words you speak. It's the same thing with a parent. How do they exercise their parental authority? Through the words they speak. And also through the actions they take. I mean, they can they can take some action of you staying home with me tonight, buddy. <laughs> You're not going out with your friends tonight, right? That's an action of their dominion, their authority in the life of their children. Well, even so, our dominion and authority is exercised through the words we speak and the actions we take. Amen. Um, it's part of our inheritance in Christ. Let's not leave that part of our inheritance untapped. Let's exercise it. It is not only our responsibility to exercise our authority and dominion, it's our privilege. Meaning anytime authority is called for, we've got it. We're not asking God to help send it. He's already authorized. You are already authorized in Christ. Amen. Um, Brother Hagen was our spiritual father for decades. And so I'll quote things that he said often by the spirit of God, because they're true for us today. Um, he made a statement back in the forties, the 1940s years ago. And he said, I asked myself this question. Do we have authority that we don't know about that we haven't yet discovered and that we're not using? He said, I had had little glimpses of spiritual authority once in a while. Like others, I had stumbled upon it and exercised it without knowing what I was doing. I wondered, is the spirit of God trying to show me something? So I began to study along this line, think along this line and feed along this line. And I began to see more and more light. Now, see, that's why we're studying on it because greater light comes, greater understanding comes as we study it, as we seek it out. The Bible says that uh, to those who knock, it's opened. It's not open until you show up with a knock. What's your knock? Your interest, your hunger, your knocking on the door. You're not okay with leaving your life subject to opposition and circumstances when you could be ruling and reigning over them. So he goes on, Dad Hagen went on and and said, we as a church have authority on the earth that we've never yet fully realized. Authority that we're not using. He said, a few of us 
have barely gotten to the edge of that authority. But before Jesus comes again, Mm -hmm. there's going to be a whole company of believers who will rise up with the authority that is theirs. They will know what is theirs and they will do the work that God intended that they should do. How about we be, we be that company? Amen. That's one of the things I so appreciate about the Victory Channel is because they're bringing forth the message that, uh, that is training, teaching an entire company of believers that are moving with the word of faith message. Amen. Turn with me, if you would, in your Bibles. Let's go to Romans chapter 5. Romans chapter 5 and verse 17. It reads this, For if by one man's offense... Now, who who would that be speaking of? Adam. Adam. By one man's offense, death reigned. Just even by one, by what one did, death reigned over all of mankind. But look at this. Much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign by one, Jesus Christ. It took one that opened the door to death reigning and one that came later that changed it all. (laughs) Amen. And when Jesus came, we're no, we're no longer to be reigned over, but we are to again reign as God originally intended to reign in life, reign over our circumstances, reign over our domain. Amen. Amen. And we're to reign so that, uh, we're to reign over the circumstances so that we determine the outcome. Yes. You can't stop the devil always from opposing you, but you can always determine yeah. the outcome. Yeah. And by exercising our dominion and authority, we're writing the outcome. Amen. What's that mean? We had the last word. I said, we have the last word. Circumstances are going to show up, but that doesn't mean that's the cue to lay down our authority. That's the cue to make sure we're exercising our authority. Um, I love this phrase when it says that we shall reign in life. He's not talking about just in heaven. So many people think our reigning is once we get to heaven. No, reign in this life, reign in life. By one, Jesus Christ, by what he did. Yeah. Not because of something we've accomplished, but by what, but by what he accomplished and made ours. So we're to take that and we're to rule and reign over the circumstances of our life so that our life doesn't look like those that are unsaved. So that what happens in the home of the unsaved doesn't happen in our home. What happens in the mind of the unsaved doesn't happen in our mind. Why? Because we're taking our authority. You have to, and you know this, if you've ever been opposed by the devil, in which you have if you're sucking air. <laughs> um, he will work against the mind. He will work against your life in the different arenas of your life. And when the devil suggests something, with his words comes the feeling of what he just said. For example, if he speaks words of fear, you can feel fear. I don't care what you feel, reign over it. You did not lose your dominion just because you feel something of the opposition. Just because you feel pressure come against you. Don't lay down to that feeling. In the face of that, pick up your dominion and authority through what you say. 
Amen. Amen. It doesn't matter. We, we're not living this thing by our feelings. Um, a police officer is called a law enforcement officer. Do you know we are also the law enforcement officers of our own life? We're enforcing the laws of God. Amen. And when there's not proper law enforcement officer, officers in a region, what happens? That region starts losing restraint because the law enforcement officer makes sure that everything that is on the law books is being implemented in that society. If they're not there, society will not stay under the rule of law. They have to be made to stay under the rule of law, right? Someone has to enforce that law. The law enforcement officers, they don't write the law. They don't vote on that law. They're just there to do one thing, enforce it. Amen. We don't have to win our victory. Jesus already did it. We're just enforcing it. We don't have to win our healing. Jesus already won it. We're just enforcing it. You can look at the health of a community by how accurately and skillfully the law enforcement officers work. Our lives are a picture of our skill as the law enforcement officers enforcing the victory, enforcing our dominion over opposition. And when law enforcement officers in a community are present, when they see something wrong, they go, stop it. And we're, we're authorized to cause you to stop if you won't stop on your own. (laughs) Right? They'll restrain. They'll restrain whoever they need to restrain. Um, Our authority and dominion includes restraint. It puts restraint on the devil. Why? In the name, that name. Every knee has to bow at that name. That's a restraining order. Amen. Think about it. Um, When God delivered his people out of Egypt, you'll remember they journeyed through the Red Sea, the miracle they received, walking across a sea bottom on dry land. Um, They walked across and didn't even get their shoes muddy. Yeah, they did not carry with them the debris of what they walked through. We don't have to carry the baggage of our past with us. Shake it off. Shake it off. (laughs) But as they journeyed a little further in the wilderness, um, they were authorized on their way to go into the promised land. They were authorized, but they did not enforce what they were authorized to do. Doubt robbed them. They doubted. Mm -hmm. And uh, they they laid down their authority and therefore they just stayed in proximity of what God said was theirs. They never moved in and enjoyed it. I don't know about you. I'm not just okay with living close to what belongs to me. In proximity, I want to make sure I'm a partaker. Moving in. Uh, but in the course of in the course of their journey, mm-hmm. journeying through yeah. that wilderness, God led them on the way, right. yeah. but they were only to pass through the wilderness, right. Right. Yeah. and they lingered there. Yeah. Don't linger in the place you're only meant to pass yeah. through. Yeah. Tests and trials, you're meant yeah. to pass yeah. through them. Yeah. You're not yeah. meant to live in them. 
You're not meant to set up a tent and dwell there and linger in that place of opposition. Now, if you don't use your authority, if you don't bring your faith, exercising your authority and dominion, you can be held in a place you were only meant to pass through. We pass, God led them in that way. He intended that they pass through that wilderness. Why? Because it gave them the opportunity to become skillful with their faith in God. But they laid down the opportunity to become skillful in their faith. And instead they became more skillful in doubt. Part of their doubt included complaining. The flow of doubt will turn you into a complainer. Murmuring against things. Uh, we need to, we need to learn this, rid yourself of all complaint. Complaint is not the language of faith. Complaint is not the language of someone who is fixed on God. Complaint enters in when somebody's looking at the wrong thing, thinking about the wrong thing, absorbed with the wrong thing. They start complaining about it. But to the one in faith, they know this thing, this wrong thing doesn't belong to me. I'm not even giving it my attention. I'm just going to pass on by. So here they were in the wilderness and uh, God, was, God was taking care of them. He was sustaining them in the place that really they, they, they were only meant to pass through. But they enjoyed God's sustaining power with complaint in their mouth. They complained about the water. They complained about the food. They complained about the journey. They complained about the leadership. They just complained. Where did they learn it? As a slave. Yes as a slave. They were under another man's rulership. They were, they did not belong to themselves. And you can understand the hardness of that life, but they're not slaves anymore. And you know what? We're not slaves anymore. We're not slaves to the circumstances of life. Before we were born again, we were slaves to sin. Not anymore. Don't carry the language of the old man into the life of the new man. Let everything change. Yes. Put on Christ is what the word says. Yes. Put off the old man. Right. Put on the new man. Put off complaining. Yes. Put off being absorbed with self. Yes. Now you're focused on who you belong to yes. and what he has made yours. Yes. Amen. Amen. Well, they carried with them the language of their land of bondage, the complaint. So they complained now, not against their masters because they no longer were under the rulership of the slave masters. But now they turned their complaint that they would have sent toward the master, toward Moses leading them. They had much complaint against him. Not only that, they didn't stop with that. They complained against God too. When they did that, complaint broke down the walls of protection. Because there is a protection that belongs to us in God. But their complaint broke down the walls of protection. God could no longer protect them. And then one day they realized what he had been protecting them from all along. And that was a wilderness full of serpents. But their complaint broke down that wall of protection. And those serpents came in on them. And... A quarter of a million of them were bit and died that day. Devastation to that people and in that nation. Um, 
they had no idea all along what God had been restraining yeah. from yeah. them. Yeah. So they thought nothing of, they thought lightly about complaining. Yeah. Yeah. God did not quit protecting them, but their complaint removed yeah. that protection yeah. from them. Yeah. It's, it wasn't God's doing. Right. It was right. their doing. Yes. In your authority and dominion is given a restraining ability. Yes. Yes that you can hold back what yes. the devil intends. When you take your authority and say, no, you don't. Yeah. You may work this in a neighborhood, but you're not working it in my house. Yeah. Right. Amen. Yeah. How many times, you know, uh, I grew up in, in a part of the country in Southwest Oklahoma that there, it's known as Tornado Alley, yeah. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. Um, it's not uncommon. Right. Tornadoes form, whether they strike or not, you know, it was periodic, but they came. Yeah. Um, I was hearing years ago when I was young, there was this woman who lived in a trailer park. Uh, trailer parks are so subject to those high winds yeah. because the, 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 they don't have the same stability right. in that structure. And this woman, she was a born again Christian. And of course a tornado came, came, she was in the path of that tornado. It came through that trailer park and devastated every trader park except her, every trader except hers. Hers stood alone. And she said she believed God to keep her. See, your authority and dominion will keep things. It, it, it invites God to bring his power to your situation. Why? The name of Jesus is the power that goes into operation when you use your authority and dominion. Amen. So her, her dominion and authority was a restraining force yes. that kept the devil off what belonged to her. Yes. Now these Hebrews, as they journeyed out of Egypt, they had that same protection, but wrong speaking, yes. complaining against God, doubting broke down that defense. Yes. Um, if things are, if things are being violated in your life, put back your dominion and authority, put those back in place. Don't complain, rejoice that you have authority and dominion and put those things in place. Again, don't get into the, the wrong thinking of why did this let God, why did God let this happen? God allows what we allow. Amen. Why? Jesus said, um, he, he said, I give you power. Yes. I give you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. If we don't do something about it, he's already given that authority to us. He can't, he can't violate, step in and do what he gave us to do. He did help by giving us the authority. He did help by giving us the dominion, but now it's in our, it's in our court, so to speak, to exercise that. So part of that is if something is violating, don't just let it keep violating. Put that restraining, yes. that, that restraining authority, the authority that will restrain the devil. You're not doing that in my home. Yes. You're not doing that. And you back him out. Yes. Amen. Amen. But it, it has to, it, it, it only works when we're speaking words of faith. We yeah. can't expect our protection of, of the authority and the dominion that belongs to us to work if there's wrong speech in our mouth. Complaint, murmuring, grumbling against things. Amen. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we're authorized. Yes. Because we have dominion and authority mm-hmm. over the devil, mm-hmm. we are authorized to live as though we have no enemy. Yes. Right. That's very mm-hmm. good. That's good. That's good. Now, get a, lo- get, get a handle on that. Yeah. Because our dominion over him is total. Yes. 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 Our authority over him is complete. Yes. We're not trying to complete it. Amen. Jesus handed us a complete dominion, yes. a complete total authority. Yes. So we are to live as though we have no enemy that can, that is a worthy opponent. Now, if you try to handle him in your own strength, you can't, but we're not trying to, we're not addressing him in our strength. We're addressing him in the name, in the name of Jesus. And that name cannot be conquered. That name cannot be overrun. Amen. So we're authorized to live as though we have no enemy because Jesus made us master over the devil. Now we have to grow in our skill in mastery. Amen. Practice it every day. I said, practice it every day. Exercise your dominion every day because every day something's challenging you. It doesn't have to be large. It doesn't have to be dramatic. Some things, just slight things, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. a slight thought, a, a slight thought that brings slight troubling. Yeah. Get on it. Yeah. Amen. Pay attention to what is not of the flow of peace. What is not of the flow of joy? What is not of the flow of health? What is not of the flow of prosperity? Get on it. Amen. Pay attention. Be watchful to use it. Why do many people fall subject to, to flows of the enemy that they're delivered from. Most of the time, they don't know what belongs to them. They're waiting for God to step in and do something. And God already did step in and do something. He authorized us. I said, he authorized us. He empowered us. Jesus said, what things ever you bind in heaven shall, in, on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Notice all that binding and loosing finds its beginning point on the earth. With us, not with God. And wrong thinking thinks that it originates with God. It did originate with God in the sense he gave us the authority. But now that we have the authority, we can exercise it anytime we need it. We don't have to wait for heaven to do something. Heaven already did something. Now, what heaven gave us, we spend it. We use it anytime we need it. Amen. Well, we've been studying on this in in previous episodes. We're going to keep studying on this as we go forward in upcoming episodes. Any that you have not watched in the past, we ask you, go back. We invite you, go back and watch them, listen to them, because it gives us a fuller understanding of these things. And what a thrill to learn it. I say, what a thrill His Word is to us. And until we see you next time, remember this, Jesus is the healer. God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. The timeless truths in this book, Answer It, reveal how to answer every opposition and the steps to take to exit times of testing. 
Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. Come join us for our Dufresne Ministries Miracle Crusade in Tulsa, Oklahoma at The Rock Church, April 16th through the 20th. For more information and to register, visit our website at DufresneMinistries.org. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.